0: I think than um, anybody I can put a name to to promote our sport. The archer who owns all the world records, John Demmer III.
1: You know, the more difficult the thing is, the more important the mental game becomes.
0: I, I didn't eat any supper <laughs> yet either. How about you either. guys? You guys eat yet? I didn't. eat Oh, either. you know, uh,
1: I got some crunch berries.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Grayson Parlo.
1: It's like me taking three or four years off your eyes just because I weakened that prescription in the shooting eye. And don't put everything into my shot that I should, that I get a lot of drop on those heavy arrows. and dropped me all the way down into the sixth one. He said, Well, you might want to think about going to a lighter arrow in the walking." walk. And then that's what got that started.
0: What's up, Bear Mode Project? Another episode for you. And this one is with the legend himself mr spanky brooks um so little known fact spanky uh reached out to me requested to do some coaching uh with his recovery since having surgery and uh needless to say i'm absolutely honored that he asked um but he had some quick improvements as some of you may have saw um through social media so but Anyway, listen, I'm not going to bore you with anything else. All I'm going to ask is that, um, you know, you pay the fee. The fee is not a monetary thing. The fee is if this episode or any episode helps you. If you thought it was funny, you thought it was entertaining. If you think that something you heard could potentially help someone else, share the episode. That's your fee. Share the episode. That's it. If you think there's something in there that's going to help a Bearbowl Archer, you know, share the episode but with that being said enjoy this episode peace out spanky i bet you 85 90 percent of the people 95 percent of the people out there do the exact same thing that you do and they don't even realize it
1: right i have absolutely no problem frank of getting this out whatever
0: we'll go through the full story You know, so people are like, you know, you start from the beginning, like how long you've been shooting and how you've developed the way that you shot up until surgery. And then, you know, what you want to do moving forward. And I will tell you that, in my opinion, shooting this way, um, the way that I teach and the way that I train myself to shoot doesn't always happen perfect, I can tell you that much, but... (laughs) you know um it's it's less it's less of there's less of a response to the body so you know what i mean by that and if you watched any like the videos i would say in the last six to eight months of the way that i've switched um when it really started to make sense you know when that string pulls through you know nothing moves it's like i just stay here and this is where it's done Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a major adjustment and I'm I'm curious to say you know when when you take an old dog that's been in the game for a long time and pursue this I'm going to warn you you will see it's going to be tough initially it's going to be tough
1: oh yeah yeah
0: scores might not be in the best place but considering you're coming from surgery you're going to deal with that anyway in some ways right So, you know maybe it's i i just want to like i want to put that out there i want you to understand that it's not when you start making those changes so 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 before i get into the coaching discussion how about because people are going i'm going to just use what we're working with right here okay Um, and i'm gonna tell i want i want you let's tell me who you are how long you've been shooting barebow and then And then, you know, let's talk about shoulder surgery and what prompted you to seek coaching and help with the holding thing.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to start way back. (laughs) I started archery in
0: 1980. I was
1: too (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's, uh, when I took my first deer with archery, um, And, of course, I shot compound. I shot compound for 20 years, but I was a finger shooter. I never went to release. Um, I did go there for a while with one pin, but I was a face walker. I would walk my face for the different yardages. Um, Then I got into traditional 1999, yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, shot traditional um uh, long bows, recurves, self bows. Um i have mean, I've done all right with them, <clears throat> but at the IBO Trad Worlds, the guys that were shooting the RU's at that time, which is bare bow now. Um man, they were putting up these these big scores. Um so I'm going to say I'm going into six years maybe now shooting barebow I've never I've not got a lot of um, well I don't know how to say that At at the IBO trad I have taken four seconds two in longbow one in southbow and one in RU I've never taken first place. Uh, I got very few number one titles. Let's put it that way. That's what I was trying to say. Um, so everything I've done has been self-taught. I did go see Rod Jenkins last summer for one day, um, which he pointed out things I did that I thought, there ain't no way I'm doing it till he videoed me. You know, um, <clears throat> And then when I've said something to the guys I shoot with here, they go, oh, hell, you've done that for years, you know? (laughs) Okay. So Mm -hmm. back then, uh, now I had shoulder surgery on my right arm five years ago, um, which that one come back, no big deal. But I know one of my problems is, um, my release. Mm -hmm. Everybody Mm -hmm. says I got good form but it's my release. Uh, I'll, I'll come off my face. So I have been working very, very hard on that.
0: How mm-hmm. uh, um, you yeah. work on that?
1: Uh, I'm going to say I'm going on a year and a half, two years, just trying to keep my hand on my face. Okay. Um, which Rod noticed I was not quite in alignment. Since yeah. I'm getting in alignment, it's been easier. Mm-hmm. Uh so, and then when I had shoulder surgery on my left shoulder, I am right now 12 weeks out from surgery, and I've already been shooting for two weeks, uh, which everybody's saying that I shouldn't be, but hey, the therapist and the surgeon said I could shoot, so by God, I'm going to be shooting, so, uh, but I noticed when I started, my arm was weak, Um after the shot, it's it's hard to even now keep the bow up, you know, after the shot. right. Uh, but, like I said, I've seen the, the deal on yours and, and you talk about the hold. Uh, now, I've done blind bail. Uh, God, I can do it. My hand stays on my face, slides back to my earlobe yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> but when I aim at a target, I wave. Um, so, for me to get up there in the standings because John Demmer and parlo all them boys, I want to whip and I want to whip them bad.
0: <laughs> you, you and me both, bud. You and me both. I find myself having these coaching conversations more than um more than having shooting opportunities for myself these days, but that's okay. Um no, I like I love that intensity, man. I mean that's that's that you have to be driven like that to to make it work um you know and and like like i said about recording this for everyone to watch and listen to is because everybody i don't think that people realize how difficult it is to shoot that way but once you get it it's a million times easier right and you know, and, and I know, you know, Maggie and, and who, and what what uh-huh. she's accomplished. And the first time I worked with Maggie on this, cause I did not, she was very much raw talent for a, quite a while. right? Um, and then because with, with barebow, you know, you ride, we call it like a honeymoon period when you first get started and, and you really like it just, it, because there's no anticipation, there's no expectation. It's just, it's just like this excitement keeps you so focused on it that you do great. And then sooner or later that plateau comes and um, like you, you can only work so hard to get to the plateau, but getting a lot of people get stuck at the plateau. And when they don't progress, they go the opposite direction or they're constantly doing this then for a a long time. And I told her for almost a year, I said, we're going to change the way you shoot sooner or later, you know, but why, well, why, you know, and, and I was like, be, we will, when the time is right, the time's not right, just uh-huh. yet. within 12 arrows, so she, and she's a quick learner, so, and, you know, there's no, she pays very good attention to detail, and within, like, 12 arrows, she goes, why didn't you teach this to me before, this is so much easier, right, and, yeah. and, and it took me two years of listening to Demmer and Grayson and talk about it, and and trying to put the physical to the mental like and to the words the descriptive words to understand holy crap this does make sense but it wasn't until after i took my level four and i i don't want to use that word i used nts a little too much and realized how how counterproductive NTS was versus what John and Grayson were describing to me, and learning because I'm you know I'm still new into barebell. I'm really only in the right. barebell like four years now, I think myself. But you know, I was just determined to be educated on it and be like, how do how does this how is it that someone can be so incredibly calm and um, consistent, you know, and shoot, and, and you know, it's just is very it was very unnerving to be like why is it that i can pick up an olympic recurve and i can just shoot top 20 scores in the country probably in two weeks if i wanted to but with a bare boat so much harder and um so that being said i think this journey for you is going to as soon as the light bulb does go on you're gonna you're gonna realize how um how much more fun it is to shoot archery and how less not to I don't want to take away from the amount of arrows that you shoot but you don't you kind of don't have to shoot as many arrows to be as consistent um this style of shooting let's just put it that way
1: right
0: because it's so simple and you don't realize it's simple it takes it just takes a lot of arrows to get to that point Um, but so at any rate if there's as you go into this change in your shot process and your mental game, I'm going to, there's, there's a couple of things that I, I want you, I'm going to talk to you right now about, and that's about the approach to the shot and what I call the building blocks of the mental game. And excuse my, my language, but you have to have zero fucks to give, and I'm not going to put that in the, in the podcast. <laughs> about, about your score, where the arrow lands, who's standing next to you, who's shooting around you, anything at all, you are, you are right, focused right. on, you have one job to do and you're going to focus on that job. All right. Right. So the concept of the form of the way that I describe the approach to the shot process is that you are strictly to you. Your job is to put yourself in a good holding position and you're going to let the bow shoot the arrow. Mm-hmm. You are not interfering with that shot. So what that means is that the perfect shot ultimately is you put the tip of the arrow wherever your aim point is six o'clock right on the gold whatever and you leave it there and you maintain the hold here. There's a conscious there's a conscious approach to that right, right. But you continue that hold until you your subconscious is allowed to take over, and the only thing that happens at that point is it allows the string. To pull through the fingers, okay, so the response your your body's response to that string pulling through is strictly maintaining the alignment, and for because everybody knows the term barrel of the gun, you know what that is right right yep, so you're still maintaining that barrel of the gun after the shot, but you're not dynamically adding any movement into the shot right, yep. so you're here, string pulls through, you finish. Wherever the 38 pounds, 40 pounds, 42 pounds, whatever, wherever that is, wherever that finish is, depending on the amount of weight that you have on your tension and your string, that's where you finish, and that's where you finish every time. Right. Um, that's really and it, but what it is or what I have found that gets people into that state of mind and that confidence is what I call the building blocks of the mental game you have a foundation to your mental game. Just think of it as the, the block foundation of a home, except the blocks are all different sizes. Mm-hmm. And in, in the foundation of the the, 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 yeah, the building blocks of the mental game, every block is consumed or is inhabited by part of your shot process. Everything from your stance to the knocks and your arrows, your tune, to the mechanics of your release your posture your aiming your holding this that you just continually those blocks you have a constant foundation of of your mental game but those blocks may shift in size maybe get a little bit smaller it depends on what you need to work on at that given time so Right. right now we're working on your hold so your hold is the biggest block in the middle of your foundation right now. That's the one. Right. And connected to that block is your bow arm movement. And connected to that block is your release hand movement. When I talk <laughs> about the idea of, if you've watched any of the, vi- the videos about tension and direction or the 50, 50, I talk about splitting tension and direction, 50, 50, have the same exact movement and tension on both sides of your body. We split your body right down the middle. Mm -hmm. And our goal is to have the same stability and tension on this side as on this side. So that when that string does break, we aren't going, what happens is is we go like this and then this bow arm moves like this. Yes. Yep. Right. And have you ever, did you ever see me do the circle, the arm circle drill? No. All right. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to back up. Stand stand up and, like, back up away from the camera. All right? I want you to put your arms out like Uh this, and I want you to take your release hand, and I want you to make tiny little circles with it. Then I want you to take your bow arm, and I want you to make big circles with it, and tell me what happens. It's tough, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) Okay, you can stop now. It looks funny, and everybody's going to laugh at this. So so why is that so tough?
1: Because you're you're trying to concentrate on both of them.
0: Yeah. Ultimately what ends up happening is is it is we quickly go from this big circle to this little circle and they they they're going to want to go the same. It's super wow. easy for us to go like this and go the same direction, the same size or even opposite directions, right? So we can mm-hmm. do this super easy. I think you can train yourself to do this big movement here and this little movement here, but right. let's, let's not fight. Let's not fight our body and our brain. If we don't have to, our body wants to even everything out. It wants to 50 50. So let's work with that instead of work against it. And that's why, well, like one of the things that John and I often, John will send me a video of somebody or somebody will send a video to Demer and one of the first things we always say is like, people have these big explosive movements, get rid of the big explosive movements. Right. The big explosive movements and your, and your lack of commitment to not doing that is one of the things that is, is a, it's a buildup of tension that creates all of that big movement, which just exasperates the target panic. Right. So we have to be committed to not moving and just letting the bow sit, just letting the release happen good posture in the hand, string pulls through, boom, it stops. That's it. We just maintain the barrel of the gun. I'm staying here. I'm done. I'm not moving. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, so that's really like the mindset that we're going to go through with you. We're going to change that mindset where your commitment is strictly to a hold, the bow arm, not moving, letting that bow rock back and forth or whatever it does after the shot. You know, that hand is just relaxed. The bow does what it does and your finished position is in that same spot every time it's not going to be perfect every time and i'm going to send you a video to watch after this um which currently is only a video that's available to like the patreons like i have like a a group where people are like throw five bucks a month five bucks a month five bucks a week or whatever like to the bearbell project for that information it's a video for them but i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to you to watch and kind of understand the concept a little bit more um so and then i'll send you there's a video for the three coaching positions position one is like looking at me this way as a shooter position two is from behind where i can see your alignment position three is from behind you and then position four you might need some help with and i don't know if you want your wife to do it but it's from above so that i can see your alignment from the top down okay yeah Yeah. um The fact of the matter is, is that there's people out there that shoot really, really, really well with not the best alignment and maybe even not like the most consistent release, but usually something is consistent and, 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 and it could be that they just shoot hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of arrows to make it consistent and shoot with just the utmost confidence because they feel prepared for whatever it is they're pursuing. So, um, couple questions do you have the ability to to get those videos to me in the next uh, or so? i was gonna say
1: i can probably video little segments on my phone
0: yep that's fine and, then, and just just facebook message them to me um and so and for for moving forward we i refer to shooting drills i have there's multiple that i that i implement and i'll explain those as we work through this um, blind bail for me is three five meters eyes closed mm-hmm. okay and the eyes closed is is in you're not shooting the whole shot with your eyes closed you're still going through the entire shot with your eye open coming in to anchor you know you're aiming but then you, when you close your eyes it's a two second three second hold right allowing that string then the pull through and you just practice that perfect hold that perfect release right mm-hmm. um blank bail no target 18 meters or 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 longer it doesn't matter right um and then I have a, a plethora of other drills that we'll go over as we get to that point right now what poundage are you shooting
1: I'm gonna say I'm roughly
0: 36 38 I've not scaled uh,
1: the. um okay
0: and that's good on your shoulder right now, yeah. No, no yeah. issues at all. Okay. No. All right. I might bring my partner at my range that owns the, the the CrossFit gym. I might bring him into the conversation. He's also an archer, but he shoots compound. But we might we might work on some exercises. Are you doing any like any rehab or anything right now?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've, okay. um, all right. I we'll... know I'm good till the first of the year. I don't know if they've just not did a schedule. Mm -hmm. I'm using bands right now and uh, a few weights. Um, What it is, is I've got some of my bigger muscles wanting to take over. And so she's working on that for me not to. Um, My arm still hurts, uh, I guess you call it. Um, But I'm just a little stubborn. Just a little bit and I go I I fight through it um you know she goes no pain and I said well no pain no gain and she goes no that ain't the way it works there's
0: there's a difference between pain and soreness and you know people people don't always uh they don't always identify that um okay all right has she given you other things to do for strengthening purposes, things that you can do on your own?
1: Yeah. The, she, she has given me all these, the list. And I have them here at the house. I do them twice, three times a day um, between shooting and mm-hmm. you now. So okay. she's, right. she's working on getting the arm built up now, uh, even though, like my bicep muscle for some reason has kicked in uh big time and that that's where i hurt is they they attached my bicep and rotor cup and a tendon all to one pin about right here and so this was right here is where the pain is at that i have so and it's not that bad it's just you know um I mean I can move my arm I can I can do everything it's just so but I'm working on them and and uh, the shooting and now some of the stuff you just talked about like on the line I I do not see the people beside me okay uh, I I don't see them
0: that's good uh,
1: yeah. uh I do know my scores drop from practice to tournament which they shouldn't, but they do, um, so I do know I need little mental game, but uh my main to me, my main thing is my release. If I get that release like i'm supposed to it's it's there you yeah. know? Uh, I
0: just i know it it always was for me too, um when I was shooting like those mini drive bys The problem is is that the volume of arrows that it takes for you to um you always kind of have that door open for a big explosion when you're trying to essentially time the release with the tip of the arrow getting to that point. Right. You yeah. Always have that door. It's like, you see how that door behind me right now is just like cracked open. That's, mm-hmm. that's target panic when you shoot that way. And when you, and, and, and not that that necessarily goes away, but the easy shots are real easy when you switch and the bad shots aren't as bad okay so you know that's all i can say when you're when you're training that bow arm to just not move and it just stays there and you just let that string slide through those fingers and you know when i say slide it's like it's like that it's like stupid fast (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's it but you maintain that posture in the hand you maintain the hook and it just kind of finishes that's it you know and when you have maybe a junkie release, but that bow arm doesn't move, the bad shots aren't quite as bad.
1: Right. So you're yeah. shooting
0: a more forgiving shot. Does that make sense? Yep. Again, I want, I'm going to warn you, it's an uphill battle. It is not going to be easy. Oh, um, I know. I, I, I'm dealing with a vision issue right now. And, you know, even like I didn't shoot great. I shot Lancaster this past weekend. I actually I'm seeing two arrows. It's oh, okay. oh yeah. I see two arrows that are like if they're clear and almost transparent, and sometimes they're like this, sometimes they're like this. Mm-hmm. And it's and even with good shots, yeah. if I'm aiming with the wrong arrow, I hit where the, I hit where I hit. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. And there's nothing more frustrating than shooting good shots and realizing I aimed with the wrong arrow. Every once in a while, I can get it in the middle. Like I can aim with like the middle of the two points. But so I'm I'm working my way through that right now. But I still shot like a 480 something, which is not a great score by any means. Right. But like I'm not upset over it because it was – you know, I would, I realized, like, it's the first tournament I have ever shot um, with two eyes open, not wearing glasses, and my eye taped out, Mm -hmm. like, I taped my eye, I'm going to go back to taping my eye for the time being, I'm working with Chuck Cooley right now to try to figure out a subscription that will, that will fix my vision, but, you know, there's, so we're always working on something, you know, we always have something that, we're trying to improve to get better. So I accept when the struggle is there, it's there. And it's, that's what I call embracing the suck. So, you know, it is what it is. But right. Um, yeah. So implementation right now. How many arrows are you shooting every week? And what kind of arrows are they? Is it only scoring? Is it shooting drills? Is it what is it?
1: Um, well. Now, before surgery, I was shooting six hundred arrows a day. Okay, that uh, I love to shoot. I love watching arrow fly, Um, and I was trying to work on them. But you know, you still have them ones you think after you shot. Why in the hell did I let go? I mean, you know, it wasn't even close. Since surgery, I'm shooting. I don't know. 100 errors in the morning, maybe 100 in the afternoon total. Uh, they now, I every day, sorry, I, every, day. every day. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love to shoot. Uh,
0: okay. That's, okay. But, That's uh, great. That's great. You know, uh, they make you take days off now. What's that? You're going to end up taking time off
1: i take time off when i travel to shoots that's the only
0: (laughs) you're gonna end up taking time off i mean if you want me to coach you all the way through and not just help you with the release you have to give your body a chance to recover before a tournament
1: it does um it recovers when i sleep
0: (laughs) no you talk you talk to your therapist your physical therapist about periodization and training and how you ramp up volume and then back it off talk to Demer about it he he may or may not admit admit it he probably will because he's done better with it especially like target nationals last year but you know he's one that was always notorious for shooting just stupid volumes of arrows like he shoot he hits practice scores that are unheard of and he probably could get closer to those practice scores if he let himself recover some too sometimes Mm -hmm. um you have to let your brain and your body heal a little bit. And there's a way to do that. Um, It's different for everybody. I mean, I use like a general formula, but it is different for everybody. But when you go into a tournament knowing that you are ready and that you're ready to shoot, like you're, you're excited to shoot versus you go into a tournament shooting as much as you can the week before because you don't feel ready. Do you understand the mental side of that? Yep. There's a big upside, upswing to the mental side, which allows you to shoot those practice scores in the tournament because you're physically, you're really good, you're healthy. Mentally, you're rested and strong, and you've done all that preparation in that four-week or three-week period prior to the tournament so that when you get there, you're amped up and ready to go. I want to shoot. I know exactly what I need to do I'm ready to shoot. Instead, you're like, Oh, I, I did I should have shot more arrows. I'm not ready. I, I usually shoot. And you, and then you're, you're already starting to second guess yourself and you're already in a negative mindset. So we're going to get rid of that. Okay. We call What you do is you're essentially getting rid of you. You're just, you're wiping away that anything negative. And, and that, this is one way to do it. And that's what periodization is, is not just for your physical healing but it also the mental, and when you go and when you go into a tournament, like anxious, you're ready. Like I want to shoot, I cannot wait. I know exactly what I need to do. I was shooting my best, you know, three weeks ago. I know that I, it it always ends up, it typically ends up coming out on the right side for someone right. who has experienced. So, but we'll you know we'll talk about that over the next few weeks and 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 how we get you ready. I guess going for the classic really is what your your goal is your goal is to that, that's the first big indoor of the year so you want to perform well there
1: right now yeah. i'm shooting uh, the iowa pro-am in two weeks
0: okay uh, but okay. it's
1: it's uh it, it's podoc one compared to lancaster sure but sure. it's it's a tournament you know to get there so
0: yeah, I know a few people that are going to that. Um, so then this is, a, we're, this is what we're going to do for as a, as a quick implementation to your training. Um, if you're going to shoot that many arrows per day, 50% of them have to be shooting drills. Okay. So you're not just shooting at a target 200 arrows a day. 100 arrows twice a day
1: mm-hmm. okay okay
0: Half of those need to be shooting drills okay Another, now and i also understand like i'm a big advocate for draw hold right <clears throat> you know and a draw hold is the full shot with that with exception of letting go of it you know your anchor and your aim is you're letting that arrow float right where you want your aim point to be mm-hmm. so the implement, like, just to take what you're currently doing, what I would do is I would take one day and completely remove that entire day from shooting. Don't shoot at all. One day, just one day a week. It's not, you'll you, be okay. You want me to go bananas, don't you? You'll be okay. <laughs> there's, there's time to be served doing other things. Your wife will thank me. Um, but... <laughs> So maybe, well, maybe not. I should rethink that. I'm going to have to have a session with her and just make sure. I yeah, might be I happy that you shoot two arrows a day. Um, so you you need to give your body at least a day of rest. All right. I don't care if you go hike. I don't care if you go hunting, whatever. Do something physical to occupy your brain and, and your body, you know, but just walk away from the bow for at least one day. All right. The other, give me at least two other days where you're just doing shooting drills for half of those arrows. If you're only able to shoot 100 arrows that day, 50 of them should be shooting drills. Okay. Two days a week. It's real simple. That's the first change we're going to make before we totally get you, before, until I get the videos to review you shooting, okay? Right. Um, <clears throat> so blind bail, a, a three-second draw hold counts as an arrow. So, if you come up and you do one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three with your aim and let down, that's one shot. Okay. Count that as a shot. Okay. I do variations of those. So, you know, and and to do 10 of these at three seconds, before you know it, you're going to have 50 in in no time. Right. Yeah. Don't shortchange the three seconds. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three. Okay. And, but for the time being until your your shoulder gets stronger i'm not going to go more than like three or five seconds
1: All right.
0: Okay. so and i'll give you an example so say you plan to shoot 100 arrows in the afternoon and 100 arrows in the morning your first 50 arrows let's say you shoot 25 blind bail and then you do 25 draw holds and then you shoot okay, arrows, okay? you mm-hmm. can match it morning afternoon however you want it doesn't matter um and then we'll get into, um, you know, some other drills as we need them. We may not need them. Also throw in there. Um, do you have any three spots? Do you shoot at home? Or do you shoot at a club? I shoot at home. Okay. So I, I you... have a
1: I have a range. Uh, I can shoot inside, but I shoot outside. Okay. But it's heated. So I, I can do this year round.
0: Okay. So also throw in there. Um, the three meter 30x drill all right once once a week and what that is is you take a three spot okay Okay. start at three meters and i want you to try you 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 can crawl if you want to you can gap shoot i don't care you're you find where you need to aim and you need to hit the x 30 times in a row okay start at three meters don't 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 skip the five or or ten start at three meters You'll, you'll get it. You might get it on the first shot. That's fine. If you do, then, then next week, you're going to go to five meters. Okay. Okay.
1: Now, see, I've never done anything like that. Yeah. I do know blind bail. And like I said, I'm shooting, <clears throat> I don't know, three yards, four yards in my shop. Sure. Uh, that's where I do my blind bail and stuff. I cannot shoot more than one arrow at a bullseye okay yeah um even even now without being uh trained i guess you'd call it um uh, or, or i'll blow arrows up i mean sure. yeah. i'm i'm the same spot every time so
0: <clears throat> yeah no and that's that's so blind bail you can aim off you know it doesn't matter i don't want you to shoot smash arrows or anything like that. oh yeah you know um at 18 meters it's not a problem but at three meters you you know you're shooting a three spot that's why okay you no know, you're you're shooting eyes open full shot but you're gonna notice like the discipline to hit the x this big at three mm-hmm. meters isn't far off from what it takes to keep them in the gold at 18 okay you know now
1: you said eyes open I shoot He's
0: with open. one eye yeah okay oh, yeah. eyes open if are you you shoot with two eyes or one eye open uh, with one yeah, I I used to shoot two eyes open. Mm -hmm.
1: A buddy of mine that I shoot with has to shut one eye, otherwise he sees two different targets, two different arrows.
0: Okay, yeah, that's my problem right now. Right, Uh,
1: and you can aim with it. When I shoot both eyes open, it's like pointing your finger at something. It looks like it's there.
0: Yep, but it ain't. Okay, I do. I get it. That's exactly. Very similar to what I'm going through.
1: I'm gonna say the last three years, I've always shut my left eye. I'm I'm sighting right down
0: there So, do you shoot with that? Do you you shoot with a short brim hat? Um, you have your the hat that you always wear that le- like right. leather or whatever. You can't shoot with a blinder, can you? And keep that left eye open. i never tried it. You don't wear glasses to shoot. No. You have glasses, just readers die just readers um
1: uh, i have 20 20 vision
0: right uh, for there. being
1: for being 65 years old i ain't too bad
0: <laughs> that's good um better than me um if there was a way and we'll work through this because i mean again i don't care if you close your left eye I, I advocate to shoot with both eyes open because when you close your your eye you create tension all the way down your face through your cheek and into your neck and shoulder it's 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 minute per se but you don't you don't recognize it until you get rid of it along with the other negative tension in your shot and you realize how much of a benefit there is Um, another thing that that comes from compound and olympic recurve too when you're when you're when you're active into that shot And that tension is what helps you hold nice and still. And you learn to shoot without one eye versus two eyes or one eye closed versus two eyes open. And you realize how much easier it is to hold. That's a compound Olympic recurve thing that carries over to barebow. I think the problem is spanky is that most people don't shoot consistent enough to really see it, to realize, holy crap, that does have an effect on me. So, but you know, I'm not saying that that's, that's not a priority at the moment. Um, if we can play around with it and see if there's a way around it, I think you'll see it, You'll see a benefit though, for sure. Okay. So, but we'll that's a, we'll cross that bridge when we come <laughs> to it. All right. Yeah. All right. So I need three videos of you shooting competition distance or four videos, one or two shots from above one or two shots from position one, position two, and then position three. Position four, okay. Okay. Yep. We'll then we'll go from there, and then well, you know, welcome to the coaching Spanky Brooks uh, <laughs> episode of Barrel Project. This this should be uh, this will be good, but you know, I don't mind. I, I don't mind, and I'm honored that you reached out to me, man. And I I just hope that we can help you go in a positive direction since your surgery.
1: Okay. Good. Yeah. I know that I am decent but I want to be better you know that it to me that drive there is just as much as wanting to shoot as many errors a day as I can because I love I love it yeah it's great so
0: all right man well you got some work to do okay so, you can either apologize to your wife for me for making you take a day off, or I apologize to her for making you be around for that one. Uh,
1: You'll probably have to apologize because that was part of my retirement, is that I would not be in the house.
0: Oh my gosh, that's funny! But all right, now all right, for
1: for 12 weeks or
0: well, yeah. 10 oh, weeks. Oh, she's a deal with you for 12 house. weeks. <laughs> oh gosh that's funny all right well then i guess i apologize in advance but
1: okay we'll
0: have to find you another healthy habit for to to get your mind like give your well
1: i i make knives as well so that's what i do in between shooting so really yes we might have
0: to might have to show me some of your some of your products there my man
1: i'll i'll try and bring uh, a couple to lancaster with me okay so well, yeah, I make uh, uh, Wanna join me? Yeah, you got one? My wife's bringing one over.
0: All right, cool.
1: These I just got done two days ago.
0: No way. That is awesome.
1: Yeah, and that's out of uh, leaf spring.
0: Uh, you made that out of a leaf spring from a truck?
1: Yes, yes. No and then I make way. the cases that go with them. So, yeah, it's.
0: Uh, I'll be uh, I'll be sending you a message on the side to see if I can't get one before Christmas for someone. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So, all right. Deal. Perfect. Uh,
1: yep. So I do do that. So, yes, I mean, now my now my bow will probably uh, divorce me if I don't pick her up and caress her every day. You oh, know
0: that gosh. you're one of those. <laughs> my, I don't have that approach, but you, uh, you'll be okay. You'll be, okay, you'll be
1: uh, I'm taking your word for
0: it. So. There's a time and a place for that type of volume. We just need to wean you off of it a little bit so that you can do it at the right time. But all right, my man. So you enjoy your homework. Um, i'll send you that video r- real quick okay and, um you know just think about the things we talked about and really pay attention to the steps in your shot process from the moment you set your stance all the way through and we're going to okay. talk about that um you know on video then okay
1: okay sounds all right. good. perfect
0: we'll talk to you later
1: okay we'll do <laughs> bye
0: Listen, guys, the Bearbowl Project would not be available to you if it wasn't for our amazing sponsors. Our sponsors were listed in the video version of this podcast, but, you know, we still need to pay some respect um, and homage to them for not only supporting Bearbowl, but also supporting the Bearbowl Project and the vast amount of knowledge that we try to bring you from Bearbowl Archers. Um, and those, those sponsors are Lancaster Archer Supply, Yoast Archery Products, AAE, Arizona Archery Enterprises, XS Wings, Yeager Archery Products, Ethics Archery, and of course, of course, Hoyt Archery. Yes, I know. Shameless plug. And don't forget Grass Hollow Archery. Come shoot with us. Thanks for listening, everyone, if you've made it this far in the podcast.